everybody to a very special edition of were you is that it just a very special edition happy turkey Turkey day fellas yes it is the thanksgiving edition it's half i think our route's gonna be like half thanksgiving vibes half not so thanksgiving vibes but we're doing what we can planning on going full-fledged thanks she is i'm not i told her i was like struggling i was like i don't know why i feel like i can't find a topic and then she told me like what she wanted to talk about and i was like in my head i was like damn she got it that was a good one yeah absolutely all right so getting right into it last week guys if you did not listen to episode number what was it 12 yeah yep episode 12 you need to go back and listen because this was a pretty extended highlight reel basically and if you haven't listened go listen to that one oh it, that was fun I love doing something different it was it was good it was good it was necessary I felt like it was time <laughs> things up and then it's not so like you talk for 10 minutes then I talk yeah. for 10 minutes so yeah we're just always ready to roll man always ready to roll and with that being yeah. said Avery roll out them highlights yeah, we got it. We got a few. Um, the big one that we talked to, well, we haven't, we haven't talked about the, what the world has talked about for the past week is Antonio Brown's former chef claimed that he got his fake vaccination card from another player. So I wholeheartedly believe that. I mean, it's not hard to do. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? It's Antonio Brown. He'll do whatever. He's, he has no shame, but psycho behavior. Also, does he tell a chef that much? I don't know. Also he has a chef. So what the hell? Uh, <laughs> so that's that for AB right now. We don't know what's going to happen. I haven't heard as much yet since that news came out. So we'll see. Something will develop. Then Amari Cooper, he was out last week, and he will essentially be out this week for a positive COVID test. And I am so pissed because my dumbass, I knew this. I talked about this last week to my parents that he was going to be out. And guess who left him in her lineup you and played didn't change her lineup? You played him. Oh, you played him. Damn it. I wanted to vomit. I was like, because I was out of town on Sunday. So I was, I, my normal routine is get up Sunday, double check the lineup, see who's officially out, questionable, IR, all that stuff. And I didn't, and I'm so pissed. So rookie moves. I'm sorry, Amari, but I'm a little pissed at you right now. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. Honestly, it was just an overall bad week, I think for fantasy. So that was bad vibes, oh, yeah. but hopefully we clean up next week. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> okay, good. The Cleveland baseball team has officially now become the Cleveland guardians. And they had a sign literally fall within hours of the team store opening and all that's the bad omen i saw that but also i think they are getting sued if i'm not mistaken because their logo mm-hmm. is actually being used it's like a very very similar logo to like some other league guardians baseball whatever it is like that's i'll have to get more on that down. But they they're definitely being sued bruh don't you think that they would have had something to say about this i don't know like a year ago when they announced this was happening. And That's the what I'm logo saying. And, and the development of that logo, I think took like, I think they took into consideration like fans reactions. Like they did Twitter polls of like what they wanted. So yeah. I mean, it's been out there for a while. It's not their fault. It was bound to happen. Absolutely. And before I was leaving work today, Sass, this is probably another knife in your side. I saw the old 
breaking news because we have ESPN on all the big screens. Yep. Breaking news. Old boy Jason Garrett just got fired as the offensive coordinator. The Giants have obviously had some pretty brutal offensive struggles. Uh, Not as bad as what I guess I would have expected, but I am a little bit surprised he got fired. He's booty cheeks. (laughs) He just keeps getting demoted and demoted. Like he's going to be water boy by the end of this season. Some people are not meant to be head coaches. Obviously he wasn't, he had his time, but I disagree. I don't think he's, I don't think he's been abysmal for the giants. I mean, I don't think they were, they had not a lot of great pieces coming in. The only, the only ace in the hole that they've had is Saquon Barkley. And you have freaking Daniel Jones as your quarterback. He's the most questionable guy out there right now. So it's like Saquon coming back from injury. You didn't really know. So it is what it is. I think he'll find a job. No problem. But moving on, because we'll get heated talking about that. Uh, we'll take all day. Uh, speaking about getting heated, LeBron James. Oh, the old LeBron debacle the other day. Suspended one game for, if you guys haven't seen clips of it, then you're living under a rock. But he, on a foul shot, he basically came back and pretty, uh, pretty harshly punched a guy in the face. Uh, backhanded, you know, back, that flat part in your fist. Came back. He claims later that it, he didn't really, he wasn't paying attention to what was going on. Maybe he was heated in that second and didn't realize what he was doing. But anyways, it is what it is. He, he, made he him suspended bleed. one game. Huh? He made him bleed. Like, oh yeah, it's pretty bad. And, and I, Isaiah Stewart obviously got the worst of that and he's gushing blood down his face, but the kicker here, there's two kickers. Isaiah Stewart got suspended for two games while LeBron got one because he was escalating an on-court altercation by repeatedly and aggressively pursuing. Bruh, if you get punched in the face and you're gushing blood, I'm going after somebody. Absolutely. That's pretty much horse shit right there, if you ask me. I don't know how you do that. And then on the cherry on top for poor Isaiah, he got the shit end of all this, is LeBron got that $500,000 fine, something absurdly large. But that just saved the Lakers from luxury tax. So oh LeBron gets God. out pretty good. He gets suspended one game. I think it's the second time it happened in his career. And uh, or Isaiah Stewart has a b- broken face and he's suspended for two games. I don't so, understand how LeBron cool. can get away with so much. He's oh God, I hate him. I know you hate LeBron and I love LeBron. I, I think what he did was shitty. And I think we all have moments. Every athlete has a moment where they do something questionable. That was one of those things. There's, there's all of our favorites have moments nobody's nobody's perfectly clean so i mean agreed <laughs> everyone's got a pass it, it just sucks i mean he was obviously heated and there's been a lot going on with mental health right now the talk about mental health throughout sports and we've talked about it before you and i have talked about mental health plenty of times and and the changes yep. in sports and i think we really need to talk about it this week and i don't want to shine a lot of light on the negative because no one needs a lot of that in their life. And we're going to the holiday season. We don't, we don't need those bad vibes, you know, but this is all a learning lesson. And just to kind of create awareness, um, you know, by now, most of us know the story from this past week involving the former NFL running back, Zach Stacy. Yep. He's been arrested and charged with two felonies after very, very violently beating the ever living shit out of the mother of his child while the five-month-old was feet away and this is obviously caught all caught on you know security cam in his house 
His charges are aggravated assault with great bodily harm and criminal mischief. And the video came out and many media outlets said, we're, we're not going to show it because it's pretty nasty. And I chose not to watch it, but I saw still images. And apparently this woman kept saying sorry to her baby. And that was what I had heard. It was indicating and insinuating in the video that this most certainly was like not the first time this has happened to her. Nope. And so that was a shocker. The right way I, I did watch it because I never, like, I, I grew up in such a loving home, you know, with so much love surrounding my family members. And so being exposed to things like that, it's very humbling. It's very eye-opening to see the way that people just have absolutely no regard for somebody's life. I mean, he was throwing her around like a rag doll. Like he was Hulk basically picking her up like she was a toothpick and throwing her against right. the wall where the TV was. So it's disgusting. It's awful. And I am so happy that he's been taken in already in charge. Right. And done. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have violent individuals. It's just a fact, but we've seen and heard so many issues with violence coming out of the NFL, and I truly don't think it's, quote, what the game teaches. Like, football is a very no. mental, it, right, it's a very mental and intricate game. Um, the, the common folk might not understand that or comprehend, but it's 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 a mental grind, Sass, and these playbooks are absolutely absurd it takes months to understand it's hard it's so complicated and i commend these guys for doing it but it most certainly does not teach violence although it is a violent physical sport i really think you know as time goes on and especially in the past decade there's been a huge focus on what repeated strong physical contact does to the body and the brain and unfortunately chronic traumatic encephalophily oh <laughs> so hard say that AKA, again. <laughs> aka cte which is the term that's um for people that don't exactly know it's used to describe that brain degeneration that's quote likely caused by repeated head traumas otherwise known as concussion um it, and it can't be diagnosed until after death which causes even more issues so you can see many of the warning signs, but it's crazy because even with all this research, Sass, there's still very little known out there, which I think the focus of, you know, it's definitely heading in that direction and that's a plus, but anyways, plenty, plenty of warning signs. There are difficulty thinking and formulating thoughts, all of us every day, uh, <laughs> problems with planning that can happen in a lot of things, organizing, et cetera, impulsive behavior happens to a lot of people aggression coming from somebody that's not typically aggressive that's the biggest sign right there but depression emotional instability mood swings substance and abuse and then you go into like motor control issues and in the cases like junior Seau and aaron hernandez like suicidal thoughts and behaviors like i could go on days and days about these symptoms and honestly they mirror so many other things so they haven't really hammered down what it is but I think it's important that we have to take time to share the positivity with this type of a mental health topic in the NFL. And I want to go into this a little bit before you go into your positivity with um, Thanksgiving. So this was, I'm going to share just a, a little bit more before we head that direction. Uh, Lane Johnson, you know, you know, Lane Johnson. Yep. And then Calvin Ridley, which we talked about 
only a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. We talked about his issues, you know, have come out. They've spoken in the past few weeks, especially about mental health. Both of these guys, they both said they stepped away from the game of football in the middle of the season. And fortunately, in the past few seasons, this has become, and I know you probably have to agree with this, this is more of an acceptable decision. Wouldn't you agree? To step away from the game? Yes, because of mental yes. health issues. Yes. yes. So Calvin, of course, he stepped away needing to focus on his mental well-being. And then Lane Johnson, he's the less covered story. We didn't, we heard about him very, it was very briefly because it's not, it's, it's Lane Johnson. It's not Calvin Ridley. Uh, but he stepped away from the sport due to uh, mental health concerns and anxiety struggles with that, how he hasn't been able to feel like he can't focus well. He missed three games, but you know, he's back in action and we know others that are very similar. And those are Simone Biles with her story of the twisties. Right. Mm -hmm. And in baseball, that's known as the yips. It happens all the time where you can't get your body and mind to connect and work in sync. Then famously recently, you know, Naomi Osaka, like pulling out of a major competition. Like these people are leaders in their given sports and not just for their talent, but now it's turning into this courage to be vulnerable. So football, as we know, it, it's this gladiator sport, right? Where you show grit, attitude, focus, strength, all that. You don't want to show being soft. Emotion was weak. Now, now, and I know you agree. I see you shaking your head. Now it's a sign of strength. And on top of it, men have always had, I guess, this societal pressure of being strong for everyone, carrying friends and family on the back, making it, you know, in my opinion, harder to seek help. Absolutely. It's, it's a big one. And the NFL is, it's making, it's making moves to stray away from these, this negative stigma. And this spring, they actually released this pretty dope. I didn't even know about this until I was just kind of looking into the topic. This spring, they released a video series in support of Mental Health Awareness Month, and its focus was to reach players, fans, et cetera, of course, about prioritizing prioritizing mental health and wellness and the need for compassion and patience with athletes, friends, families, and strangers, anyone and everyone. That was pretty intense. So the focus was to just not reach young people, but they had a huge focus on reaching the older generations to kind of break down how maybe us younger people act our pasts and it kind of taught the older generation how to approach that because I think a lot of times the older generation has a tough time understanding it's like toughen up you know you'll be fine and our generation's like no how do you feel what does this mean so I think that was really huge for them to do and the NFL also has I didn't even know this the NFL lifeline which is a confidential independently operated free source that connects current and former athletes with a bunch of, of course, trained counselors that help them through mental health issues. And it's available 24 seven, which is huge. So basically things are changing overall in a positive direction. And I didn't want to focus on that negative story. So I had to kind of bring it full circle for Thanksgiving and people can ask for help. Now there's resources, there's a change in the stigma. And I think a lot of other things are going to kind of fall into place in the next decade in a positive way. 
I wholeheartedly agree with you. I think there's already been many, many instances of even other athletes showing support for other athletes who have either stepped away from their beloved sport or have even just spoken out publicly about their own struggles Mm -hmm. or struggles of their family members. I mean, we've talked in great lengths about mental health already on, you know, the last three seasons here with you talking about Drew Robinson and his entire journey that happened. And when, um, I brought up, you know, Jack Prescott and his brother and, and all of that mental health, um, journey that they've gone through and how yeah. he's been very public about it and how he was ridiculed by Skip Bayless. And like, I think the army behind these people who are speaking out is so much stronger now than the group, the small group, I feel like of haters that will come at you from the other end of it and try to beat you down or make fun of you for it or say that you should keep quiet and just deal with it. Because the reality is, I think every single person, whether we want to believe it or not, has some form of depression, anxiety, something, right? Like Mm -hmm. not everybody is happy, go lucky all day long for the rest of their life. So, you know, it's okay to speak out about that. It's okay to claim your sadness and, you know, your emotions. So it's, it's good to see that athletes are trending in that right direction and trying to be very relatable to their own yeah. peers and their own fan base. So that's great. Yeah. I think just talking about it is pushing out this positive energy. It kind of brings everybody together a little bit more. I hate the whole suffering and silence term and that whole, yep. it's like not, we don't need to be about that. Like we are human beings. We all have our own struggles and talking about it and being open with other people makes it that much easier. It's a fact. Oh, absolutely. And that's actually a great segue because I think the amount of people that have shown up and have even come forward to ask for help, right? Like not even just express like, Hey, this is what's going on, but extend their hand and say, I need help. I need assistance with what I'm going through. Um, that's been, that's an even bigger step, uh, for these people to admit that. And with the Thanksgiving holiday, it's always traditionally been, we're so blessed. We have so much, like so thankful for everything great going on in my life. Mm -hmm. And I think something that has been pretty traditional with athletes, at least, um, that I really, really love is they tend to give back during, you know, all holidays, Christmas as well, but Thanksgiving has always been a like food insecurity centered give back type part of the year. So that's something that, you know, a lot of NFL players get in touch with a lot of MLB players get in touch with, they have their own foundations or they participate in team wide, um, events with organizations. So, um, just a couple a couple that I really want to kind of highlight for this year, because like I said, it's, it's very traditional for them to get involved every single year. And usually these stories don't come out until the actual day of Thanksgiving, um, to kind of let people know, like what they, they end up doing for the legitimate holiday, but leading up to this week, the Miami Marlins have been superstars the last couple of years. They hosted the home plate meals, Thanksgiving distribution organization, um, which funny enough is sponsored by Tito's handmade vodka. So we we know that they're doing something right this, this holiday season. Um, but they had, they had their team there. They also had, uh, Starlight's Derek Jeter, obviously, and, uh, GM Kim, uh, Ng, they were there passing out food. It was kind of like a drive-through style event where they do that often. 
They do. And with yeah, it being really you know, COVID season, right. it's, it's very COVID friendly. So they had a drive-through right. style type um, event and they partner up with Feeding South Florida, um, which they were giving out 25 pound boxes, like these meals, 25 pounds worth of food uh, to every wow. car that came by. So that's something that they've actually been doing. They've been supporting that organization since April, 2020, which Oh, you gotta start. You gotta start the the tradition, you know, and keep it going. This isn't something that they just pick up during Thanksgiving time, which makes sense, you know, to feed people during one of the biggest food centered holidays, you know, that there ever is. Um, Right. But they've been doing this since April of last year. I love the Marlins. So keep it going. Peter's just killing it management wise over there. Good for him. This is awesome. He's making some good moves. Um, Yeah. Next one I'll highlight is Darius Leonard, the Indianapolis Colts linebacker. He has been doing some pretty great things in his hometown of Lakeview, South Carolina. So he's a Mm -hmm. Southern boy and he went home and his own foundation puts on this event where they, again, Thanksgiving centered. So they give out turkeys and Thanksgiving meals um, to anybody who wants to come and be fed. So they uh, have community members come out, they celebrate, uh, his own family and friends help him put this on just because with being in season and with COVID protocols, like he wasn't actually able to be there. So his mom helped out and was able to, you know, do that for them, which is great. Um, and then within 30 minutes, they were able to already push out like a hundred meals. So they were, they were doing some real big things out there and, and, pretty quick ratio. Yeah. Good for him. And then finally Jarvis Landry, Mr. Oh, Juice man. Absolutely. Cleveland Browns uh, wide receiver. He was helping out in the Northeast Ohio area this past mm-hmm. week where um, he hosted the Jarvis Landry Thanksgiving food drive. And this oh, supported, get this over 1000 households in the area, which is just, Hell yeah so great for one individual organization, right? Like yeah. if you think how big a football team is and if everybody was able to reach a thousand people, it'd be nuts. That's wild. This is their second year of putting on this event and they've been really successful. Um, and this is actually put on by his own foundation, uh, Landry's Building Winners Foundation, which was started in 2020. And this foundation was started to positively impact the lives of children and families facing socioeconomic disparities and or chronic health conditions. Oh, so we got a little twist on that. A big purpose behind that, which is yeah. great. Not just slapping your name on some foundation and showing up, you know, and throwing right. a football, right? Like there's clearly some backstory there. There's some purpose of why he started it. Yeah. Um, and then Jarvis Landry's birthday, if we want to actually kind of scoot back a year or two where we used to do a uh, big lead birthday shout outs. Yeah. Um, his birthday is actually November 28th. So this is something oh. very, very special to him where he has really had a special connection to Thanksgiving holiday and just helping people um, right. at that point in time. So that's, you know, always a crowd pleaser uh, when you want to not have your own birthday, be focused on yourself and you just want to help people out of the goodness of your heart so Jarvis Landry you're a peach for that and um you know everybody who goes out on Thanksgiving or any holidays and 
decides that you want to volunteer your time, your effort, some money, some clothes, food, whatever, to somebody who is less fortunate or doesn't even have to be less fortunate, but somebody who just needs a little bit of extra help, you know, at, at the time that you're willing to give it hats off to you. It makes you feel like a better person, but it's also just knowing that you're able to assist somebody in their time of need is, is really very fulfilling. So I recommend it. Um, if you've got the time, if you've got the, the effort and you can spare it this holiday season, please do and share it with us if you do, because we'll give you yeah, a pat on the back. This is the positive, positive vibes holiday, positive holidays here, man. This is how we, we need do it. it though, because, you know, a lot of us are sitting out here still whipping it, being single during the holidays. So we need something to light the yeah! fire. <laughs> single queens <laughs> we, love it. we love it but in all seriousness guys have a great great thanksgiving holiday long weekend hopefully none of you are working uh black friday if you're in the retail management space or if you're in a uh, food service industry or whatever be safe out there i know yeah. blackout wednesday was just yesterday so if you guys are still recovering from your small town hometown oh God, the bars, last thing you want to do is hear us uh then drink a blue powerade for me and drink it after it this blue, week. very specific that's how you cure a hangover just so you're aware is mcdonald's hash browns and blue powerade <laughs> the great combination well if you, if you guys want to tell us your hangover cures please do love to hear it we got to hear the people maybe you can put it a poll for the episode Ooh, that's that what would, we'll do tell tell us below on spotify what your hangover um Yes. Spotify specifically people. Also, while you're at it, you can go ahead and leave us a voice message on our anchor.fm site. It's free. You don't need an account at all. And then, you know what? Follow us on our social medias. The couple of catches Twitter at couple of catches and the Instagrams both at Avery J Nichols and at Caitlin underscore Sachs. Ooh, I'm sure we'll, we'll fire off some Turkey memes or a gift here or there this weekend. So be Stop. sure to find those because we'll be watching the Cowboys yep. today. Yeah, Sass will be just vibing. I will be in Dallas with the fam. Just, Ooh. I'm going to go, we're going to go to this like drive through light show and like a walk. Yeah, it's walking too. Walk through this huge light show. It's going to be really nice this weekend. And then we're going to go to Holiday in the Park at Six Flags in Dallas. So mm, it's going to be a very Go live your best texas life girl i know i can't wait Eat hard, you. Bitches. <laughs> right, All right, we'll, we'll catch you later we'll catch you after uh thanksgiving <laughs>